White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has an interview with the women of The View. And in that interview, Jen Psaki says something that displays her as very out of touch and to use a popular phrase nowadays, tone deaf about the things that are going on with the current White House administration. We're going to get into that and then we're going to discuss why that's important, especially in a midterm election year. Then we're going to discuss a Tucker Carlson segment in which he covers Howard Stern. This is important because we're podcasters and Howard Stern is a radio broadcaster, a talk radio broadcaster. So in a way, there is no us without Howard Stern, even though we're not big fans of Howard Stern. He sort of paved the way for what we do in a way, you know, making talk and interesting conversations uh, relevant in the public and cultural sphere. Uh, But Howard Stern has changed a lot over the years and Tucker Carlson discusses that. And we're going to analyze and do an overview of what it is that Tucker Carlson feels about how Howard Stern operates today. And then we're going to wrap up the episode with a philosophical discussion about a book that I'm reading right now called The Manipulated Man by Esther Vilar. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast in which we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we discuss, share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. Um, Big episode today. Interesting episode today. A lot of different topics. So let's kick it off with. Something that we've been discussing a lot lately, the 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 dumpster fire that is <laughs> the Biden administration. Uh, it's funny because in this uh, interview that we're going to discuss, it's, it's one real particular segment of the interview that we're going to discuss. But if you watch the whole interview, which I did, uh, I watched it so you all don't have to because... <laughs> It is. It's a fucking horrible interview. It's so interesting that when the left interviews the left, like the mainstream left, the establishment left interviews the left, which is Jen Psaki, Biden, the Biden administration. The dick writing is so, <laughs> so like bad. blatant and just cringe. It's like. Oh, I, I, I think I don't understand why the polls say what they say because I think the administration is doing a great job. And blah, 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 blah. Stupid, right. stupid, stupid, stupid shit. Um, 
it's just it's just so 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 gut wrenching. But <laughs> when <laughs> I guess it wasn't even Jen Psaki being pressed, but when she starts to get the the questions get a little bit more difficult, if you will, the 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 interview goes from like a praise fest to needing to address the situation at hand yeah. which the situation at hand is as follows Russia on the brink of invading Ukraine so bad where the 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 secretary of state has essentially warned american families in ukraine yeah. to get out which what does that sound like? That sounds very similar to the situation in Afghanistan that we recently that we recently came across. Um, uh, the situation as it currently stands is inflation. The official number is seven uh, percent, the worst it's been in forty years. The jobs numbers are bad. The economy isn't doing great. the The stock market has been has been awful as of late um all of that well, gas prices all of that stuff coupled with the democrats don't seem to be able to pass anything <clears throat> that they want which is a good thing because all of what they want to do would yeah, just like make those situations worse but um that's the situation at hand that's the situation as it currently stands and jen Psaki, uh, as when she's hit with that, she says, which I have the recording here, I'll play it. But she says pretty much uh, get drunk, forget about it, essentially, and uh, we'll, we'll deal with it later. And he, here's a, an aud the audio of that. My advice to everyone out there who's frustrated, sad, angry, pissed off, feel those emotions. Go to a kickboxing class, have a margarita, do whatever you need to do this weekend, and then wake up on Monday morning. We got to keep fighting. My advice to everyone. So her advice to everybody is uh, live in denial. You know, go to a kickboxing class and drink a margarita. And that's it. Like, keep it moving because... Um, denial is best now it's interesting because i don't have any official numbers on this but i would imagine that alcoholism has increased exponentially since the beginning of the lockdowns um oh. <laughs> also fentanyl use yeah and that's <laughs> and that's what i was uh that's how i was alluding to and so that's where in the intro when I say tone death, because I really hate to use that terminology because that terminology is used by like so many like woke leftists like, oh, that costume is tone death. Yeah. Oh, that song is tone death, all that stuff. But in regards to like I'm using that that terminology in regards to like real things that are going on in the world. Yeah, that sort of is her approach and her remedy for all of this is sort of tone deaf because people have been self-medicating for a while now. Yeah. Not only that, but like it's 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 bad and it is tone deaf because of the fact that like you've affected so many Americans. 
just the other day, uh, Crowder was talking about how Gallup's in Gallup polls history, there's never been such a point shift going towards Republicans. Now, Americans prefer Republicans over Democrats. What does that say? What you're affecting people's livelihoods? You're affecting their ability to work, to feed their families, to live their life. Uh, no, we cannot enjoy margaritas. We can't even afford margaritas. And also, they don't cost the same as they did three years ago. So they don't cost what they the, the same as they did a year ago. Yeah, a year ago. I mean, I don't know. I don't keep up with margaritas, but inflation is seven percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like that, that. That's the definition of what I mean. Basically, elitism. Like your ass. Like yeah, you can afford a, a margarita. Yeah, you could say, oh, don't worry about it. I, you have that luxury. You work under the <laughs> president. You know. So yeah. yeah. For, to most people who have a nine to five, right, you have a very good job and you have the means to be able to do all that. That's not the average American person. And so you start looking at all the money that was printed under the Trump administration, under the Biden administration. And it's like, well, does that help you or does that hurt you? Because we've talked about how inflation affects that. We, we talk about how <clears throat> really like that money that you get you have to put in your in for your taxes which means that you get less return 80% of all the dollars that are currently in circulation in this country were printed in the last two years so that that should give you yeah uh, an idea of how bad that situation is so so um no it, it's it's uh it's bad and then I remember you sending me a video and we were pretty Lately, we've been concerned on the messaging that Trump has had on on a specifically on the mandates because that does affect again that does affect the workplace right and and that's not even something that like you can it it's such a such an important part that I've I've even heard uh Jaspreet Singh talk about it like in in some of his videos this is far from his realm. Yeah, he doesn't really touch politics. Yeah, so so and he didn't get political, but he was just saying how that is affecting the job market. Well, one thing that is very fundamental and you and I have known this for years. I know for a fact that my dad has known this. A lot of people that that I I respect know this. You can't really get deeply into the conversation of finances without eventually reaching a political point. Yeah. You really can't because taxes, that affects your finances. Uh, equity, like whether it's real estate equity or stock market equity, a lot of policies affect yeah. that yeah. stuff. So, you know, you. so I, I always find it very interesting uh, and you could see it you could see like some of these uh, financial YouTube channels. Obviously, they don't want to enter the realm of politics. But you have to, and and yeah. and it's so funny how like they they tiptoe around yeah, yeah. certain things because they 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 don't want to polarize their audience, which I understand yeah, that. Yeah. 
Not only that, but, but like but YouTube. We don't have that problem here. Like we, you know, we will like always tell it like it is a hundred percent. And I, and that's not to say that they don't tell it like it is, but <clears throat> but they will intentionally avoid certain topics. Yeah, yeah, and and um, and and, and to and to an extent, I understand because of the the platform the platform that they're on because a lot of them are big on YouTube and yeah. you know, YouTube will <laughs> put an end to you. And so on that front, it's like, well, that sucks, but that's always important to, to have uh, something in your back pocket and, and build and it's okay. You're building on there, but to survive, have your own platform. You can't, you know, we'll never be able to, to like, what is hanging with apes.com going to uh block our episodes you know um we've seen alex jones survive and have his own audience obviously not on on a, on, a, on as big a stage but we see that crowder the same thing like yeah he uses youtube but he utilized what what he could to be on another platform that's not going to censor him so it's important uh, uh on that front but but yeah, I mean it's it sucks because like shit. It's like I was telling you in pre-production, you can't even get you can't even go to the grocery store or to a store without really like looking at like the political realm. I went to go get a a, a probiotic I usually take that I had ran out of and this guy came uh before me and he was trying to get a, I forgot what he was trying to get. Uh, I remember the girl tried to give him another option. She's like, oh, this, this pill has um, omega fatty, so like maybe you want to get this pill. And then he was like, no. She's like, yeah, it's just like uh, we have had a hard time with the supply chain when it comes to this particular pill. And uh, in my mind, I was like, well. That shit's in a rail yard in L.A. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was looted from one of those uh, trains. But, yeah, it's like. Well, I, that's what we get for getting the president that we have. How did we get there? And there's a multitude of things. There's not one thing we could blame. Like, like shit. I said before, y'all going to feel it before I do. Yeah, exactly. And it's like in, 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 that, in that instance, I just wanted to tell them, well, maybe we shouldn't vote in people that would affect you from getting that pill. Because it's like you see it. You know, I, I, was, uh, I wasn't feeling good th uh, this weekend. The first instance that I go to buy something, it's political. Like, yeah. whether you like it or not, you went, I went to go get something. Someone came before me. They didn't have it. Why? Why can't you have that pill? Why? Oh, because of politics, right? Oh, because of the economy, right? Oh. The first instance I go to the store, it's like, so. so then to me it's like, you could you can run, you could hide. Uh, politics, business, the economy—it's always going to be there, and you have to think about these things. And uh, you know, we've why talked they about, are the way they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about how like where we grew up, a lot of people don't think about that. Like they don't think about. Uh, to this day, they don't. Yeah, like it's it, it's funny how. And I've pointed this out before on the show, how there could be like a, a game 
that pops off, you know, a basketball game, baseball game, football game, whatever the case. And like you could look at like a social media feed and everybody has something to say about that. Yeah, yeah. But the market <clears throat> has been like tanking the last week and nobody has anything to say about it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Or or inflation is is officially seven seven percent. Or Russia's on the verge of 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 invading Ukraine. Nobody has anything to say about it. And it's it's funny because all of that stuff that will affect yeah. your taxes and your livelihood and <clears throat> your quality of life, you don't have anything to say about it, but like the Packers, you being happy that the Packers lost because they're yeah. rivals of the Bears, like yeah. that somehow like is like is a relevance. <laughs> yeah. The Packers losing and the white claws that you bought aren't gonna pay your bills, ladies and gentlemen. So prioritize. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Like we we all want to have our fun and and it's cool, but prioritize, um, yeah, and and then look at why why we're at where we're at because the social fabric is broken. Families aren't what they used to be. Community isn't what it used to be. Um, shit, it's such a multitude of things. We just talk about fentanyl. I mean, even something as simple as like. <laughs> Like, I remember when we were little kids, like, a Playboy magazine was a thing, right? Like, oh, shit, tits. What the fuck is a 10-year-old going to tell me, man? Like, bro, not what? I'm watching orgies and bukkakis, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. Well, I I hope a 10-year-old would not be saying that. It's sad, but it's like the exposure of all this stuff. It's like, man, this is horrible. Like, kids should not be exposed to this. Um... Family should be a lot closer. Community should be like everything is breaking down and it's it's messed well, up. Well, it's funny that you mentioned like the the community aspect and the family aspect because, like in the the book that I'm reading, uh, the Manipulator Man, which we're gonna get into a little bit later, uh, the author, which mind you, it, Esther Vilar is 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 a woman. Uh, she talks about and that book was written in 1970 or 1971. And she talks about how family has become a very arbitrary thing, yeah. and what you said is on is 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 on par with that. It, it sort of has been when you say that. Oh well, family isn't what it used to be. Family now really is just kind of like for a lot of people, not for everybody, but for a lot of people, it's sort of just like oh well, these are the people that like. I'm familiar with, but this is like, these. This is not like a source yeah. of inspiration or a source of like growth or a source of like working together to yeah. plan. This is just like, oh well, I, like these people are here, and I didn't really have a choice for them to be here, but they're here, yeah. and it is what it is. Versus, you know, when you look at like movies like The Godfather, where families were like, okay, well, we're working together, we're building something. Yeah. There, there was more like this idea of like a family business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then because so many families operated like that, communities were more tight knit because it's like, well, my family business might utilize your family business 
And then because we utilize each other, we both grow. Ergo, the community gets better. The community gets more, more strong and robust, less leniency on the government. But, I mean, we literally have had two years of the government saying, hey, lean on me, lean on me, lean on me. Like, you know, uh, uh, a yeah. rent relief and... And 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 COVID relief and mm. oh fuck I, I wish I didn't say that word but like like all these all all these reliefs you know what I'm saying government 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 and it's just like well you know like <clears throat> aside from ostracizing people from one another and making people more lonely and and then you, that's where you get lean into the the idea of like why so many people are ODing yeah. and dying and all of that like the the despair that comes from that and yeah of course it, it you go back to like a comment like the press secretary made on the view where it's like oh just have a margarita self-medicate like yeah. self-medicate like just forget about it for a little while and then you know we'll get back to it it's like no let's not forget about it for a while how about like we lean on it so hard that that like you're forced yeah to, to correct the situation and, and we have a duty to ourselves first and foremost to have a good balance and then once you're balanced all right well if i'm let's say dating a chick what is she balanced all right cool well if you're gonna hit the married life right what what like like all these like steps that people skip and and, and everything is so fast and we we lit all this uh all this, like, all these shiny things, like, get in the way and, like, oh, look how they're living. Look how, let's, let's prioritize. And and it's not, it, it it's hard to get to a, to a big goal in one swift step. It's, like, little baby steps, right? 100%. You know, we, we've talked about how, like, you know, when we grew up, you know, we, it was lower middle class. But that didn't stop us from taking baby steps. That didn't stop us from seeking information on, on on better financial living, and and then you take steps. You take steps. So from from the outside looking in, yeah, it looks like oh wow, big steps. Well, that's because naturally, what do we look at in life? We look at like someone's Facebook page. You know, people don't put the daily grind on the Facebook page. They yeah. put like when they're out drinking a margarita. And if you really like like boil it down, how often is what somebody is doing on social media even really all that interesting? Like, yeah. like honestly, go through anybody. Just not like not just like me or you right now, because we could do this right now as as we talk. But like anybody that's listening to this, you go through your feed, whether it's your Snapchat feed, your Instagram feed. Uh, uh, Facebook feed and really like ask yourself what is out of all the people that I'm seeing scroll across my page how many of them are disseminating like information that is like truly valuable that's truly worthwhile how many of them are doing anything that's like out of the ordinary or different or extraordinary yeah. or anything like that that's why really like 
for as much as 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 I don't like Twitter for how they operate, Twitter is like one of the few social medias that I actually like and enjoy because yeah. it's thoughts. Like literally I could see a tweet of somebody thinking something like, "Oh, well, uh this guy has something interesting to say about yeah. the stock market." And it could like stimulate me or like get the gears going for me to like look into that particular thing that they're talking about yeah yeah you know what i'm saying it's it's more information based versus oh um uh look at me um oh i'm drinking coffee at work that's like a big one on social media look the coffee that i'm drinking before i start my work day yeah who cares do do people care about that and i'm asking like do 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 they I mean, because I, I don't yeah. give a flying funk about that. Like what? <laughs> and but the idea that somebody would think that somebody cares about that is is even more yeah. baffling to me. One of the reasons why I don't really post anything on social media other than like our like productivity, like things that we're working yeah. on, either like with with uh, with the you know the podcast or when when I did music, like with music or whatever the case is, like. Well, to me, this is something that's like out of the ordinary. Like, not everybody yeah, is yeah. doing this. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but, but I don't personally like. Even in my personal life, outside of the stuff that we do publicly, like you know the, the podcast and, and stuff that I mentioned, yeah. like even the stuff that I do in my personal life, I would imagine in many cases it's a little bit more extraordinary than a lot of people. Yeah. We have investments. We A lot of things that we talk about that a lot of people would get interested in. Like, yeah. we've taken videos of us like on the roof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something you could <laughs> post that a lot of people, but I, don't, I wouldn't post it. But my point is, it's like, it's still like out of the ordinary, but... My thing is like, well, like I don't post everyday stuff because who cares, you know? Yeah, yeah. And but but people do, so it's like either people are very self-aggrandizing, and it's just like, oh, look at me, like I'm so important, like everybody should care that I'm doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, or it's like some like very like lame brain shit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this this is interesting. It's not, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's that's the stuff that people get caught with, though. It's like, wow, or caught up with, rather. Wow, look, look at that amazing life. I mean, it's just a vacation. You could get one, too. Everyone could take a vacation. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> but also do the due diligence of getting in a position where you're good. And, and then a lot of times you'll see that it really is not that glamorous in many people's cases if you break down the schematics of that vacation because it's like, okay, well, this person is on vacation again. They're on a plane again, but they don't own nothing. They don't got no money in the bank. They got credit card debt up the wazoo, student loan debt up the wazoo. So that's the other thing, too, is like if you're really going to care about what people are doing, in that capacity and to that magnitude, then yeah. really care about it enough to think about the fact that it's just like, well, is this person really doing like that well? If it, you know what I'm saying, because yeah, their priority is that, yeah, you know. So and and it it definitely is something to 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 think about and consider. And then when you have situations like the one that that we're talking about, 
in which the press sec- secretary says something like that, it really, for as little as a thing it is, it's a big thing because imagine Chosen somebody in the Trump administration saying that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like how, how, how much, how would they be attacked if things oh were as God. bad as they are now and, and they say the same thing? Yeah. Not to mention, like, like, like I had posted that uh, meme where where she's saying that, and it shows like the shelves empty, uh, the inflation, the the trains in in L.A. County that were looted. All things we've talked about. Yeah, and I put clueless, you know, and then like I someone messaged me and they're like, uh, clueless or evil? My vote says evil, and it's like, well, yeah, it is evil. Maybe they aren't clueless. Maybe maybe they just don't give a fuck. And maybe you should remember this when it's time to vote. Did uh did you see that uh that uh uh press conference recently with with Biden where he said what did he say he said who that's such a who, stupid can you think of who else can you think of that in their first year has done more than me? I was but but what was even what was even wilder even more wild about that particular instance is that when he says that the media even though they look dumbfounded by that statement none of them had the courage to press back on him like be like well in 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 our last president's first year we had this 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 that's taking it a step too ahead for these motherfuckers because they can't even like to I mean, even you get, could okay. Yeah. Let's say you don't you don't want to like like give any 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 kudos to Trump. You could even go to like Obama and like yeah. even that was like a like a more successful. Yeah. As as weird as it is to say, but like yeah. I mean, that's how bad this shit is, though. Yeah, yeah, but you can't even get to the point of like mentioning how horrible he's doing for you. Like, what happened to like if you vote for Trump, it'll be this dark winter. No, we we're having the dark winter now. He's president. Yeah. What happened with that dark winter? Uh. What happened to your student loan debt uh, that you he said he was gonna pay? What happened to to everything that he's trying to do for you? As 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 horrible as it is, in my opinion, he's failed. His va- his his his. Well, his that's the reason mandates, that they press him. Yeah, it's like, well, what happened with that? Oh, oh, the Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional. Okay, cool. Well, what about uh, the Build Back Better? Oh, that got shot down too, didn't it? So, like, on your own, on your own, you really suck, like, for these people, like, the media, which is mostly liberal left. But they can't even, they can't even, like, put out a list of all his failures. And it's like, you'll let him say something like that. And, well, does he even believe that? I mean, shit. In that same press conference, if I'm not mistaken, he lost his train of thought. Yeah. So it's like he maybe does believe that because he's like so lost. It's like he doesn't even know. He was there was a time when he was talking about like Trump voting from the old. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, oh. And it's like, well, we have very pressing issues here, and it starts with our president doesn't even know he's doing a press conference. <laughs> <laughs> where he's at and, and and like we laugh 
because it it is humorous, but not really. <laughs> like if you think about that, this is the pre- like you're the president. Yeah, it, it's like a, a, a like a scared laugh. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like a, <laughs> we're here. Uh-huh. You know, like you couldn't say that about Trump. You could say you know you didn't like Trump, but like Trump was very competent. Like Trump, Trump did a lot in his first year. Whether you liked it, whether you didn't, he did a lot of the stuff he set out to do, and um, he was able. He he had conferences all the time. He. Got into it with the media. Like, he was witty. He was, his yeah. faculties were there. <laughs> so, um, now we just have a shell of a person. God knows who's really calling the shots. And the country, although no major legislation is passed, is in shambles because inflation is still here. And we're in limbo. Like, we really have been in limbo for the... And this is year one of four. So, yeah. Jesus... So you, I don't know. This red wave will come, you know, and and when the red wave comes, then, then what happens then? You know, like you're gonna have to. So, <laughs> it's, it's, I it's honestly, it, if and when the red wave comes, um. politics is gonna get so fun. It's gonna become like, it's gonna be like Christmas for like two years. Yeah, and the reason why is because. Newt Gingrich was actually on Fox recently and he, he I didn't even think about this. He was saying this is what he predicts. He was saying that he thinks that if and when a red wave comes, they're going to start getting busy with the January 6th committee and like almost like kind of charge them against crimes against Americans because the the January 6th committee like really the things that are coming out of that committee it's it, it's like it's like they're going hard on people that like in in, in some cases like didn't even enter the the yeah, capitol yeah. building it's nonsense it is 100% yeah. nonsense and and it's like okay well all of this that y'all were on like we're going to get on that with y'all and so if if that is the mindset, and like I said before, if we get very uh, Trumpian-like candidates, I don't even think that it's outside of the realm of reason that they impeach Biden. Now, whether yeah. or not they'll have the votes to remove him from office is another thing, but but the idea of him being impeached, I, I could definitely see it. Yeah, and really, like if you think about how, how much of a failure the January 6th committee is, what we've gotten from the January 6th situation is that there's possibly FBI. Well, no, there were FBI uh, officials there, and the FBI is not cooperating. And in some way, shape, or form involved in what took yeah. place. Yeah. So it's like, well, that doesn't look good for the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> what What are y'all doing? Like, so so if 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 the Republicans get into office what's up with the FBI you know because when Trump was in office the FBI (laughs) they went they were reckless and so it shows like it really does show like the the level of bureaucracy that our institutions like really how drowned in the bureaucracy they are and say well something must be done about this what are you you guys going to do so 
once you get into power, are you going to start questioning? Are you, are you going to go hard? Are you, you know, because, I mean, if you look at Yunkin, day one went hard. Yeah. He's not Trumpian, Well, it, which it's, is scary. It, it, it's interesting that you brought that out, brought that up, because I was thinking about something. We talked about uh, Yunkin's day one. Uh, was it on the last episode? Yeah. We talked about it, and I mentioned how the first thing he did away with, uh, aside from critical race theory in school, was uh, the jab mandates for state employees yeah. and the mask mandates in schools. We saw news earlier in the week where the UK, they're getting rid of the mask mandates. Okay. Um some other i think it's the czech republic they're getting rid of the 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 jab passports uh and and other such such mandates and stuff like that yeah and then i've been seeing a lot of pundits talk about how pro jab politicians and and pro mask mandate politicians are going to be running for their life soon <laughs> do you think that's the case because i found it very interesting and, and i remember that was my observation when we talked about glenn youngkin's uh, day one is in the time between him getting elected and the time that he took over in office he had plenty of time to reflect plenty of time to kind of develop a game plan and plenty of time to really see what the constituents were about yeah and the fact that he rolled that out on day one says a lot so i i wonder if this is becoming a trend everywhere yeah and and, and if it is um yeah <laughs> good lord for 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 those that 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 uh that are pushing for this because uh, this is catching wildfire without coverage um, because people are tired of it, you know? And it is, it, it's like, what? it's funny that, that uh, Aaron Rodgers had answered, um, what did he say? He, he had answered Biden because Biden was making a poke at him because, mm -hmm. as we know, Aaron Rodgers is not, uh, is not jabbed up. Um, let's see, let's see if, uh, here I can find it. I like how in his statement he brought up, uh, he, he alluded to, uh, he was like, yeah. And then this guy got 81 million votes, I guess, or something yeah. the, like, like you, like he, he alluded to like not believing yeah. that he really got that many. If votes. you're an intelligent person, that's just such an odd number. Like by every metric, if you start breaking stuff down. And, and this is what I mean about oh yeah, shrouded in anomalies. Yeah, but but people don't. But let me let me say this comment because I do want to add to some of the stuff that you're saying. But um, so this is what he said: When in the course of human history has a side that's doing the censoring and trying to shut people up, and make make them show papers and marginalize a part of the community, ever been the correct side? And and uh, yeah, I mean, anyone that wants to open up a history book and look at that, you'll get your answer. <laughs> yeah. So that's not the right side. You're not on the right side of history here. Uh, you never will be because you've got to let people live because the individual matters. And so um, that's that's not 
there, there's history, you know, behind this stuff, and and even and, and this and, and you can read up on this history, even though they've they've done a good job of 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 uh, looking at other parts of history and 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 kind of like putting it in the forefront, but communism, a tyrannical tyrannical uh, form of 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 uh, really be like in general like how many people has has communism killed and how come our schools don't you know they'll talk they'll talk about other stuff right they'll talk about world war ii and it's fine that happened and, and you should know about that but like that's literally the 20th century marker right there like this is what happens yeah this is what happens to people and and I talk about that because that's how you you start you start killing like you're starting to see that with with the mandates. That's why you're seeing uh, European governments. Oh no, we're not going to do that. So you're seeing Youngkin do all that, like w- w- what you were talking about. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna hurt, you know, Aldi's or or Whole Foods or Jewel. I mean, you will hurt uh, them a little bit because of the 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 what do you call it? The supply chain stuff, but they'll survive. But mom and pop shops will not survive. Restaurants will not survive. You know, some people might have to close down because you don't even let them live. You don't let them have the same patrons they used to have. Cause maybe that patron decided, well, I don't want to be jabbed. So I don't have anything. All right. Well, you have to leave because yeah. we have people from the city coming here, checking up on us. And we can't afford to be closed because we have to pay bills. So I understand the business owners as much as I think it sucks. Yeah. Because, like, you know, if I, if I had a even, restaurant, even, I don't care. Even, but, like, you look at, like, the, the poor economic policy of a city that would do that. Like, people have been in lockdowns. People are struggling. Like, all of this stuff. People can't even get out. And, and therefore, they're drinking more and doing more drugs and all of that. And for you to think that it's a good idea to make all of those aspects that much harder, yeah, because oh well, motherfucker has to like show their papers, and we're we're gonna send inspectors out, and then all of it at the end of the day for really nothing. Because even if you are jabbed up, even if you do have the proof that you're jabbed up, you can still get the shit and give it. Spread it. And everything like that. You're not so stopping anything. It, it, it's so stupid. Yeah, and and it sucks because like, how broke are we that we, like, how do you how can you afford people to go to restaurants, to check up like government officials to go right like we're broke like w- this is a waste of taxpayer money. What are you sending people for? And and in and in in almost below zero weather. <laughs> Crime is still outrageous. Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. So, 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 this so is stupid. How, yeah. But, but that's that's what I'm saying. That in and of itself, that small little segment that we just went over, you discuss that, and it's like, how could anybody vote for the left? You know, like yeah. you really have to be like like almost a complete moron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, on the policies that they ran on, you know, because it's not like they hid what they were on no no all of this is stuff that they've they've been very vocal and blatant about yeah like 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 i could give it to you if if you fell for lies but like no they you know 
they <laughs> told you what they were on and you voted for that. And well, <laughs> okay. But now you see where that where that takes you and now like where 2022 lands us as far as the house and the senate we'll see where we can go after this but this didn't have to happen yeah. and that to me that's the that's the and I, I think part of it you do blame uh trump and the republican party because like if you knew you know, it's your job to think ahead. Like, if, are, are these people going to weaponize this 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 uh, uh, virus? Well, he he knew. Remember, he he said that. What did he say about the the mail in shit? Oh, he, he knew. Like, but talking, he, he talked about yeah. that. Where, you sit down. And be like, all right, we need to start putting some legislation beforehand. You know, but. It was so fast, and it was, what, a year span? How much can you really... Like, it all takes its time, but... I mean, if, if there is a red wave, there has to be... That should be uh, uh, in order. Like, this this election stuff, like... Are, are, can we have everyone have an ID? Can there be transparency? Can there... C can this be fixed or, or no? Like, and... I don't care how much of a red wave there is this year if you can't make it where like you're creating legislation for that i know it's going to be hard with with the president but like but, there has to be but, stuff but at a certain point the democrats will have to put pressure on him like let's say there's a red wave senate and and the house and a lot of legislation that has a lot of backing by the constituencies of those new elected people that that make the House uh, Republican and the Senate Republican, the Democrats would have to start putting pressure on Biden to sign some of that legislation because if he doesn't, he'll ostracize the Democrat Party for 2024. Yeah. Because it, it's already showing that the majority of the country wants this stuff. Like, for instance, the idea of, of the country, for instance, like, like uh, maybe some sort of reform when it comes to, like, big tech. <clears throat> so, yeah. like, let's say you see the Republicans draw that up and you see a lot of backing from the public when it comes to it, which I don't see like why there wouldn't be a significant amount of people that like at least care about the issue that would back that. Granted, I could see Biden wholeheartedly not wanting to sign that. Yeah. But at a certain point, if like the majority of Americans are showing that's something that they want, by you not signing it, all you're gonna do is like further ostracize yeah. the, the Democrats from from like where is like the middle ground of the country? I'm not saying that's just an example of like a of of a that's just an example of a situation, but there could be many such situations like that. Yeah, and well, as we see, like we're not trending well. The economy is not trending well. You still have three years to go. You have the potential to be the next Bush in the sense of like if you like if we have a really bad recession with already what's bad. You're going to make the Democratic Party a, a, a no, like this is a dead, Hated. dead zone. Yeah, yeah, like, and you know, 
that's not to compare because Bush was a way better president than than uh than Biden, but during that time, <clears throat> you know, he did bear some responsibility, you know, uh, because you have to you have to make it work, but at the same time, the financial crisis that that happened in two thousand eight isn't only his fault. It's like no, the people no. that came before him, you know. Yeah, and so. You, you do pay for certain things, but then at a certain point, it's like, well, re regardless of who, I mean, the Clinton the Clinton administration, they wanted to make it so easy for people to buy houses. Yeah. Which I get it. Like, you want to give people more access to the American dream, but, yeah. like, you want to, like, eliminate... You want to eliminate, like, all the requirements for, like, from, like, everyday working people... But for like business people, you want to make things so hard, yeah, and that yeah. doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like why would you, why would you not? The people that have lived their life responsibly, have the credit scores, have the capital, have the ideas. You want to make things easier for them because they yeah. increase productivity. And and I'm not saying make things super hard for like the everyday person. I'm not saying that either. Yeah. But but you have to make it reasonable where it doesn't end up costing like the economy to tank you know yeah 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 um and to me it's like there's that and, and you're 100 percent correct but where it happened the time that it happened it, it just happened to be during the bush where it all blew over yeah well a hundred percent and so to most people who don't look at like you know because we look at it very realistically yeah you know and, and and I mean, there's been times where you've always said, "Oh, the Trump bucks and the Biden." Like, you're you've always been the type of person that you're gonna hold people count. You're gonna hold Trump accountable. Yeah. And you're gonna hold Biden accountable. You're even, gonna hold whoever. Even after when that. he was doling out the Trump bucks, mm -hmm. I, I I remember uh, like uh, arguing with people and being like, "This you ain't know, good." Yeah, this yeah. is not a good thing. Just because, just because he he's more aligned with what. Where you want the country to go doesn't mean that he makes always good decisions. So, and so, yeah, we look at it from a sobering perspective because, like, if Trump did a horrible job, gives it to Biden, Biden has a, a, a economic crisis. Well, yeah, Trump Trump has a lot to do with this. But this recession, if 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 there's a, a, a and I, I mean, I just don't know. You can't run away yeah. from this forever. Um, so if it happens and if it's bad, uh, you just really, <laughs> and there's a red wave, like, I don't know that there's any way that you can just like be like, well, I'm not working with you. Like you said, you're going to have to do something. Yeah. Cause, cause if even, you don't, even, it's going to be bad. Even now, like I, I've been reading reports that are, are talking about, uh, like it was an MSNBC report that I read earlier where it was talking about how what Biden needs to do is going to upset progressives because essentially Biden has to like start talking Republican points. He has to start ta yeah. talking tough on crime because crime is bad. Yeah. He has to start talking for district attorneys to prosecute these people that are looting and doing these uh, 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 grab and dashes and, and everything like that. Yeah. He's going to have to start 
encouraging against uh, uh, showing your vax papers and and uh, and 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 these and these jab mandates and everything like that. Everything that can stand in the way of people working effectively and efficiently, yeah. anything that can stand in the way of people living happy and healthy and free lives, all of that stuff, he's going to have to start speaking out against it. And obviously, like, the progressives are not going to like that. And the but, progressives run his yeah, his, his camp. His, his, yeah, his 100%. But that would be the only thing that he could start to do now. But dude is so, like, whacked out that I, I just don't see that being... I don't see that happening. Not only whacked out, but, like, you could already tell, like, he doesn't... Like, again, this is not to joke around about this. He really doesn't know where he's at, what's going on 100%. No, like, I, you're right. Like, yeah. honestly, when he says that he's done a good job, I honestly believe he believes yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, And it's sad. It, it's like it, it's like some... It's delusional stuff, but but... So they'll let him I do drown. think that he believes that. Be yeah. I, and I think that's because you have a bunch of people around him that are telling him that. Yeah. Like 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 a lot of the stuff he probably oh well, we're we're good. And and I mean if it's not like think about it. If you're in his administration and you're trying to push whatever you gotta push, whether it's not you know, it, it's something that you like in your heart you, you want this progressive shit, you're cool with it because it's like, well, it's not your name. You're you're not staining your name. Like no hell no. Nah. Like you know, oh, uh, RX Phonics, he ran the country. No, I was just, I was just a progressive in his camp, and I told him, and he was, the, he ultimately, he's the one. It's his fault. Yeah, that's how it goes. You know, it's interesting that you <clears throat> said that because uh, on that the that interview that that we were talking about with uh, Jen Saki on the View before they wrap up the interview, uh, Joy Behar asks her. If the rumors that she heard are true, that Jen Psaki is going to be leaving soon. And Jen Psaki gives, she does, she's, she doesn't give like a, a, a definitive date, but she says that she's the mom of a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And, you know, she, she doesn't want to miss like important moments in their life. This like, you know, whatever, like, like real basic answer or whatever the case. But... To me, I started to wonder. I'm like, survive. She's like, she's young, and like, you know, she, I would imagine she has like a a a, a pretty, you know, uh, uh, decent uh, political career ahead of her. Um, why, like, why leave? But maybe she sees the sinking ship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, these people are not your friends, Biden. <laughs> they will leave before. And we saw that with the Trump administration. Like, <clears throat> what was uh? Wish well, she did an excellent job. She was a was she the Secretary of State? No, she was. Uh, oh, I can't think of her name right now. Oh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, she was a Secretary of State. She was a uh, like an ambassador. Ambassador, like for foreign affairs, something like in that, Europe yeah. or something like that. She did a hell of a job. I'm not gonna take that away from her, but when push came to shove, and Trump was being thrown under the bus, she was like, she was with that because she said, like, "Well, I gotta survive my political career." So these people aren't always, you know, your friends. They're only your friends because you know, they they jumped on the bandwagon. Regardless of the, again, I'm not gonna shit on Nikki Haley's job during her tenure because she did a good job, but 
But I will say, like, it's still cowardly to to, to jump ship on somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when when they gave you the opportunity, and, and they let you run that shit because you did, and 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 you left in good standing. So to me, it's like where's the loyalty? And yeah, so if if that's any indication of where Biden's administration will be when they hit that crossroad, they'll be like, oh, he was horrible. It was my fault. Yeah. They'll leave and they'll bounce and they'll try to survive. Now, uh, before we move on to the next topic, two two things. The the you mentioned earlier when you were talking about that video I sent you about was it was it Newsmax or OAN where they they were interviewing Trump? It was a quick little oh yeah yeah a yeah quick little interview, um, and I and I was saying that the way that he formulated that particular message on that video perfection was good. It yeah. was very it was very calm. Honestly, even even like even though he expressed his dislike for Cocaine Mitch, he still was sort of like chill about it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really agree with his assessment on Kevin McCarthy. Like, I don't think Kevin McCarthy's doing a great job, but, but, yeah. but whatever, like, it, it, you know, it, it's a very, it, like, tr- I, I felt like Trump's messaging and, and, and he didn't praise the jab, but I, I felt like overall it was like a very, I gotta see like where things are going type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Very observant. Yeah. Again, very like that's always been his strength is he's very ground. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's grounded. He's on the ground floor. He sees what's going on. So he's not. I mean, like he's not gonna go against what's on the ground floor. Because I, I was very glad to hear him say like how bad the the jab mandates are affecting the supply chain. Yeah. Coupled with. Not praising, oh, it, it was such an accomplishment, the, the jab. Like, yeah, dude, shut it's, up about that yeah. shit. Like, never say it again. Yeah. It was not. Yeah, right. It, like, you don't yeah. want your name on that. You, yeah, why, why, that was, shit is horrible. Yeah. yeah. It's like fucking, it's like vouching for fucking, I don't know, the worst. Like, think, about, think of it like this. Would you ever vouch for Geely? With, with, uh, oh, that, that, you know what I'm saying? yeah would you ever say that's a cinematic accomplishment i did it yeah i produced it no you probably be like let's not talk about this this yeah. is Geely and j-lo and ben affleck like the only good right thing. like ben affleck like when when he when when he talks it's like i'm i'm talking the town i'm talking argo yeah i'm talking gone baby what? gone Geely. <laughs> you know you know, I even throw in a little Batman in there, but yeah, nah, you're not gonna talk Geely. Yeah. I, I, yeah, hundred percent. I'd be like, Geely was. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like so, so that that's Geely was all Fauci. This is all I was all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's uh, to me, like, no, don't pr- don't praise what didn't work. What 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 cost, doesn't work yeah. and what. The motherfucker needs ten jabs for yeah. for it, 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 the if safe and effective, safe and effective, yeah. safe and the this oh this tenth one is the safest, most effective. Yeah. Come on, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Yeah, let that shit be whatever it's gonna be. 
And I'm not even saying take it out of the market. Let people choose. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. But like people don't, are not trying. Yeah. Your your people ain't trying to hear that. And, and nobody cares. Like no one, no one looks at Operation Warp. What the fuck with Warp, warp speed. speed? Like uh, no one, no one get, no one cares, bro. Like no, what will you get out of this? What are you doing? Like, and so whoever, whoever. Uh, really is helping with his campaign and the messaging they just need to know like listen that goes off the table if you get asked about that you should the the, the the highest extent that you should go is like listen it's available if people want to take it that is their choice yep and that is that you know i wouldn't even say you took we already know you whatever like, yeah i would even stop talking about that don't yeah. don't like and that's what that's what a good coach that, and that's what a good administration a good campaign manager does is like you're a coach. And also, I would bring I, I would take the DeSantis route of bringing up all of the other alternatives. Yeah. You know the 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 monoclonal the monoclonal antibodies. Yeah. The fucking Joe Rogan shit, like whatever people whatever people decide what their physician is the best route for them to take. Yeah. All of these things are available, and that's it. Perfect. Actually, you just reminded me. His messaging on abortion was was grade A because he never polarized. He said, listen, leave it to the states. Yeah. Like, if if they want to go about it the way they want to go about it, you know. But also message, also your messaging should be like the mandates are good or, or bad for the economy. It's not good for the job market. And and so that's a good I think a good uh, balance well, yeah a good balance where yeah. where you don't alienate either side if you're yeah. a pro vaxxer if you're not for the vax like whatever you know like that that's that's your decision it's your right and I really don't care uh, and then one more question before we go into the next segment Biden's administration in your opinion is it as bad as you thought it would be is it Worse than you thought it would be, or is it better than you thought it would be? No, it's just bad. Uh, if 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 my assessment of his administration is correct, it will get worse actually, because um, like we haven't even entered the foreign policy aspect of stuff. We have the Russia uh, situation, the China situation is not going to get better. We still have three more years with this guy, so foreign policy. Oh, and then the, the Afghanistan situation was bad. So these are things that take time to get bad. Yeah. And so, no, it's, it, if anything, it's not as bad as I thought. And, and uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was going to be worse because we ha- we're not even talking. And we're not going to talk about the packing the court because that's not going to happen anymore. You're not doing well. Can't even pass your, your – so so basically now I think what, what, what will happen is – domestic stuff is gonna be gridlocked and it's gonna stop like the way Obama's administration was stopped by uh, Boehner's house uh, it's not really gonna go anywhere so okay domestically we're, we're safer but you don't have control over what China feels like doing you don't yeah. have control and over you're not gonna do anything if they do anything yeah right? yeah so now he, this guy's mulling over what he sends uh, how many troops he's like you know, these are things you should already be prepared for, you know? And and so I don't I don't know. To me, 
He's terrible domestically. It's funny how they, the enemies of this country, know who to pull it with. Yeah, yeah, and see, and see, like uh, Trump did. That's probably one of the highlights of his of 100%. his presidency was was foreign policy. How he operated. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, if people got on board more with with and gave him praise, and and, and more politicians like stepped in like we always remember like he never shied away from calling it the china virus like and he still doesn't in that interview that i sent you he taught he says it again so so we know that his main thing with china was like listen you're in a you're a powerhouse i'm not gonna take that away from you but fuck you yeah, we're gonna go through through all this situation to slow you down because you are a threat in the future. We're talking, you know, ten to forty years from now. This is a scary thought that that you are yeah. getting this powerful, and so yeah, your mind was right. Uh, the Middle East, his mind was right with Russia. You know, you have to also understand. Russia it, and China. It, was it you in our in our group chat with our friends? You sent a video of Chinese troops, like they were doing some training, where like these women were in the water holding oh, yeah on their shoulders, and like the soldiers were running across the planks. And you had asked a question: What? How would you feel about your enemy if that's what you saw? Yeah. What do you gather from this, or something along those lines? And like. Uh, None of uh, not many of our friends, like I think, gathered what you were getting at. But yeah. what I what I saw was like, well, in any sort of warfare, even the women will have a role to play, yeah. you know. And and you think about that, and then you think about how they they train their kids. Yeah, like you see, like all these videos of of these kids, like how well coordinated they are, and and everything like that, coupled with. Socially and culturally, China is sort of they well they got rid of that one child rule and they're like reinvigorating this idea of like family bond, yeah. you know, because what is family bond? Family bond lends to patriotism. It's yeah. like I want my family to grow in a great country, a prosperous country, yeah, and everything like that. And it's just like everything that like we're deteriorating in our society in our culture yeah. it's like they're reinvigorating in theirs yeah and even scary stuff yeah like if you look at their their military like uh push like when it comes to like getting people in the military it's like some like war shit like this this is what you're getting into and then when you look at the the videos that are supposed to sell people to in America to get into the military it's like, oh well you know like women can be in there and and, you know, we'll make it the safest possible and it's fair yeah, family oriented. Like, no, as fuck. this is not a. We're th- talking like safe space. Yeah. While these people, they're like, they got world domination. Yeah, world mind. domination on their mind. Like, you, we, we have no chance, like, in, in a world war where. Not on the trajectory that we're on now. No. No, no like, no. like, Russia and China. If they were to to get not together. to mention like all that fentanyl shit comes from them, yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing too. It's like it's like l- literally a strategic weakening of your enemy. Yeah, and, and honestly, 
let me be clear too. Like, if Trump was in office, you don't think that he would take that Evergrande uh, meltdown, their real estate uh, situation going downhill, their supply chain problems. He would look at that and look at it as an opportunity to, to get, get at them. Yeah, and uh, we are literally missing our opportunity to get ahead of them. Oh, it's because yeah. you, you first got to handle the safe space situation yeah, yeah, here, exactly, and <laughs> and patriarchy and what other like mystical shit that people, uh, you know, you know, you gotta that, that's the things yeah. that you gotta you gotta worry about. Yeah, exactly. We gotta, make sure, <laughs> we gotta make sure trans people can play in the trans, Olympics. Trans washrooms. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that's important. White privilege. <laughs> like, you know, white privilege stuff. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And, and so it's like them white privilege motherfuckers, <clears throat> they're killing so many motherfuckers in Chicago. <laughs> it is fucking crazy. The the white privilege is fucking outrageous. Have you looked at the murder rate? We should make it's a white sketch. privilege is 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 responsible for that. We should have a sketch where like uh, I think we talked about this before, where like there's a dude in a, like a like a KKK hood and like a, on a horse, but like it, or like in a pickup, like a, yeah. a country ass pickup, but like in the hood. And yeah, like, and like you, it's like you it's see like, like me how, at sixteen <laughs> years old holding a gun. He's like, come on, do it, boy. You know you want to kill him. Kill him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like no one was gonna know, and then I shoot him, and and dude dies. That, that that only Walgreens in the neighborhood that Grandma needs to get her medicine from. Go on, loot it, boy, <laughs> loot it. <laughs> white privilege, it's among us. The <laughs> white man's telling me to do this. It's like man, shit. People, people. This is why I think that like the Fable Funny stuff. I think it came to an end. It wasn't so much like because the people we had undedicated people. <laughs> if you're that, I'm even real. Yeah, like, no, but but I think like that's at face value, yes. But I also think that like we were not meant for YouTube, and we were going to be banned. Yeah, but but you don't know like what something else could have like yeah. what other route like you, it it would have because yeah because it, it's like what what's the saying what what. What gets measured gets managed. Yeah. It's like, well, okay, YouTube strike, or or maybe not banned from YouTube, but demonetized. Okay, but you're getting so many views that like it's like now you could like gear people towards your your website, yeah, or whatever. Like for instance, it's funny you brought that up, and and we're getting into a whole bunch of stuff, and we ha we still have two <laughs> more segments to do, but but actually. What we're getting into will tie into the next segment about Howard Stern because this is the power of talk. This is the power of discussing ideas. Yeah. And 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 it gets the gears going. But anyway, uh and he used to be that person. Yeah. Um uh but now he's Coward Stern according to <laughs> according to Tucker. Howard Carl. Stern. Uh but but um I was watching this video earlier and I know you're familiar with uh, Marcus Brownlee from M MKBHD, the the tech review yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's dope. Real dope, real dope. Uh, he seems like obviously I never met him, but he seems like he's a pretty friendly guy. And he there's this other you uh, YouTube or podcast or whatever. Their channel 
uh, is much smaller than his, but he they it turns out that he likes their channel. He likes their work. Yeah. And he invited them to his studio. Oh, to shit. a studio. Like, he's like, oh, you know, come, come check out the studio or whatever. Now, mind you, his studio, they go into all the details. His studio is like over is valued at over one million dollars and his rent in that studio is over thirty thousand dollars a month like jesus but it's massive yeah. it's a beautiful studio all of that stuff and it's badass because as he's taking them on the tour you could tell he's he's like doing it with such uh such pride like yeah so he's like this is our top down room so they have a room where if you notice in tech reviews there's always that top-down angle where, like, you know, it's like a phone or a keyboard yeah. or a console where you it get the down. angle that right yeah. from the top down. Like, it's, like, looking, like, directly at it from the top down. Yeah. He was saying how they got so tired of, like, having to do that setup that they have a camera that's always on that jib, the lighting, the monitor, where... So anytime they do a top-down shot... It's always in that room, and then they have, like, all of these different, like, decals where they could change the color of the desk or yeah. the props on the desk, all of that stuff. That's and badass. the guys were like, oh, it's badass to have that because that saves so much time. It's like, boom, you do that. Time like, is of the essence. It, it, it's, it's all there. Then they have another room where it's called, like, the set room where they do, like, certain shots. Then he has, like, a props room where, like, little things that they're going to put in the background. And what's funny about that, he says that how a lot of this stuff and started off as like, it was like a closet, but now it's like a whole room dedicated to this. Yeah. Or it was like a box and it was a whole room. And, and it, it made me start to think about Foul But Funny. And I was like, man, I, when he, he showed his prop room, I was like, I remember how we started to get to like the place where we had a bunch of different props, guns yeah. and this and that and everything <laughs> like that. And it makes you think if things would have kept going yeah like where would it have been maybe maybe where yeah. we were maybe where we were remember we were renting uh a, a room for for a few hours a day twice a week yeah. maybe that would have developed to now we're renting a spot like that the whole month yeah you know and and it's like oh well we have we have this 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 place for for props maybe yeah. we have this room where it's like the creative room and then this room is like storage and a bunch of other stuff yeah you don't know where things you don't know where things can go but so i i, I say that like with the mindset of accountability because it's like well you and i like we're still making moves but like yeah. that was like a whole team that like really didn't like it, like the opportunity and the platform that was presented yeah. didn't really like take it and do it anything with it. M meanwhile, what we just built a new website, we got merch like every so often we put new merch out, we put out a show every week, yeah, coupled with like our other investments and endeavors and stuff like that. So, so like yeah, you could look at it like the way that you said it of like oh well we would have been we would have been banned or or whatever but also like what other avenue would we have taken you don't really yeah. know unless like you you grow it yeah, you and know, and so yeah. it's like it's like well you never know who could see it too cuz i feel like a guy that would have really appreciated our stuff was Dave Chappelle right like a, a comedian like that he's like oh wow these motherfuckers really out here like and they just got blocked and that's just hitting news waves. Yeah, you know, and it's 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 crazy. 
how that how that works. So so yeah, it's it's um, it's definitely something like worth uh, you like thinking about and 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 analyzing, and you really get into that mode when you see that situation like MKBHD is like, damn, look at what he's built. Yeah. You know, it's impressive. And it's like, damn, you know, like in, in that studio, it reminded me like of when we did sketch yeah. comedy and it's like, damn, like who knows what would have, what would have been, you know, obviously like, like we don't live with regret and, and like, that's no. like something where it, it really takes a team, like it, not just two guys. Like it yeah. really takes like a team of like dedicated people. But I think a culmination of, of a lot of the stuff that we do is that we always take what we learn from it. Oh, 100%. Like, That's why we yeah. keep growing and we keep doing stuff. That's why, like, there's no... Yeah. There's always, like, there's never a time where it's like we're not creating... No, no, no. Something or yeah. putting content out. All that expedited a video like Till It Hurts, that shit was easy work for us. It was easy work. We, we did the work, but it was easy work. It was mm -hmm. like, all right, cool. So if you guys want... It was one day. Yeah, it was one day. And check it out. Till It Hurts, Audio Apes. And then you see, like, wow, you guys really took that route. Yeah. And it was, again, because we've, we we when you repeat, 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 it becomes easy. Um, Getting the podcast started was so much easier than getting the sketches started in the sense, like, everything has its trick, but it's like we've already... We were in that mode. Yeah. You know? Getting the chemistry between like you and me, that starts from a young age because it's like, how do you work together? Yeah. And so a lot of the stuff, like, <clears throat> it culminates to future endeavors that you don't even know because yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Um, how do I, oh, let me ask Toy about this. He's usually pretty good at this. Oh, um, I'll do this. And if I do something, I make sure to communicate with you right. so that way that you're aware. And it's like, these are things that cannot, they're kind it's like, it's one of those, it reminds me of like those situations in a, in a team where like you have players that don't put, put up points, uh, but are great at doing like the small stuff that gets you a W. And it's like, those are the little things that you have in a relationship when you've worked with someone for a while. It's like, wow, I'm blessed because, well, we have a good working relationship and in, in, in getting to, to where we have to get. But also, like, what would be complicated with the wrong partner is oh, yeah. seamless. You know what I mean? And so it's like those are the things that you don't really look at because it becomes seamless. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's that's crazy. Um, if, if like... Now it's like you'll do research on a camera. This is like, hey, what do you think, uh, Rick? Oh, fuck it, let's get it. Yeah, and, and then we'll move on to the next thing. But it's like not like rooted in like trying to learn it. We're like, fuck it, like throw yourself on. Yeah, do it, and we'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. And so, so those are things that you learn along the way, and and uh, you'll be like, man, this shit was was in a way destined to be that way, to to then move forward. Hundred percent. Yeah. So moving on to the next segment, um, part of what we do, creating, and we were just sort of talking about past creative endeavors and stuff like that, um, it starts with really the art of, of talking. And it is, it is an art. It's it, uh, uh, philosophy is sort of the art of thinking and 
the expression of ideas in many cases in, in, in our situation, like there could be kind of controversial ideas and um, ideas that might polarize that people may not may not uh, agree with. But I notice in doing this, do you ever find yourself realizing that like as you you develop the skills to articulate and communicate certain things that sort of start to get to the point where like you're you're you get like beyond like what like like other people can communicate and articulate <clears throat> is like people start to find you sort of like i guess the word would be like they're like amazed at, at, at how you're able to express certain ideas and stuff like that yeah. do you do you ever find yourself in that situation that or or like um I feel I don't want to say mm, what's the word. Sometimes I feel out of place because like I feel like, and, and this is not to like like what we were talking about earlier. Like uh, we're talking, people are talking kind of regular, mundane things, and that's fine. But I, I find it that like a lot of a lot of times it's not like. Um, it's not really a conversation where where I feel like it leads anywhere. Yeah. So it's kind of like a small talk. Yeah, small talk, emptiness, not really. Uh, and then I remember you and I had talked about how like even like the the talks with like men, like 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 around us, like it it has been lackluster. And it's like, well, I feel sometimes well. A lot of the times, either if I'm talking to you or if I'm watching a, a YouTube video that has to do with, like, we talked about finances, philosophy, this, that's where I get, like, my motors going. Because it's like, yeah. you don't get that. I, I, I haven't felt that I've gotten that um, yeah. like we used to, you know, uh, growing up. And, and being out there, right? Because, like, when we used to do, the, again, the videos and the music and all that stuff, like, we were constantly in that world, and it was challenging because you found people from different walks of life yeah. that had some information that was interesting. That you, it was like, it was like a give and take because you you'd share your stuff, they, they they share theirs, and I don't know. You just felt like there was growth there. Yeah, and and, and now it's a little bit. Uh, it's weird. It's weird. I remember one time coworkers telling us, those saying, "Oh, uh, you guys are too good." For where you're at and at the time i was like no i mean no i don't feel that way i don't i don't feel that i'm too good for anything and and i still in a way do feel that way but now i've come to understand what they mean or what they meant mm -hmm. or, or how that translates because it's like if you stay in one place for too long and that place isn't a place of, of growth or 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 uh isn't a place conducive of anything positive, like you're not really like you're not you're kind of stuck in the same mentality, right? You're, <laughs> for the lack of a better, you're you're like the Cleveland Browns. You'll always be the Cleveland Browns, and uh, well, do you want to always be in the losing team or do you want to be on the winning team? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, I, I do feel sometimes I, I I feel like when I talk, let's say politics, people, wow, yeah, you really said it how. I think it, but like, but it's yeah. because we do this a lot on the show. We talk about it on a weekly basis. 
I can't help but to not know the information because we have to talk about it every week. I can't help but um, talk about like movies in the way that we do or music in the way that we do or or um, business or, or even the economy like because well that's a point of interest for me and 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 you know I care dearly about those things because those are the things that kind of make the world go round you know yeah and so yeah yeah I, I do sometimes feel that way and the fact that like we're blessed enough to be able to talk about these things every week stems from guys like Howard Stern because they were the the guy like him sort of I've never been a big fan of his but he I acknowledge that he paved the way for people to be able to have yeah. controversial opinions and express them and be able to be broadcasted and it not be music or a show or a song and dance, but it just be words being exchanged between people yeah. and it be so captivating and interesting. And he used to be a lot braver, but he's taken, and as Tucker Carlson uh, uh, analyzed, he's taken such a establishment weak position on this whole virus and people getting jabbed and saying that hospitals should not allow people in if they're not jabbed and the conclusion to that Tucker Carlson segment when he because he also had Jimmy Dore on there was that essentially Howard Stern sold out essentially it's yeah. like well you yeah. got paid big money from the establishment media so he's going to take the establishment approach and that's it and it's interesting because that's radio. He's on he's on a serious uh, XM radio, and Joe Rogan just got a big payday with with Spotify. And a lot of people thought that he was gonna go the establishment route. Also, remember, yeah, because remember, like one of the first things that Spotify did is they took down one. I I want to say. Was it the Alex Jones or the Milo uh, uh, episode? They they took it down right away. Yeah, I don't I don't remember which one it was, but yeah, they did. Yeah, I remember that. And and it's like Joe Rogan didn't say much about it, but then you see now Joe Rogan is super anti CNN. Joe Rogan has all these doctors on that that express beliefs that are contrary to the yeah. to the narrative of the establishment when it comes to the jabs and and the virus um so you could get a payday and still and and, yeah. and, and still hold your own uh but it, it i think coward stern if you will the way that <laughs> that that, that target phrase it, i think <laughs> somebody and, and and them evolving into like what he's evolved into maybe it has to do with age you we've talked about this before yeah. i was thinking about that right now because uh, we have talked about that and it's like well it, it it's uh it's something that i do notice as as men get older is like that fight in them you know yeah. like ah yeah and and I'm not saying. Well, he seems to still have the fight in him, but it's yeah. like the wrong fight. Yeah, and, and so it's a very establishment fight. Yeah, and like you could be chill, you know, 
but I don't know. Like it, it just doesn't. Is is this his form of chill? Like oh well, no. This is the right thing. This is I'm older now. We have to be safe. Like motherfucker, the flu has existed since the beginning of time. No, but like it's been it's been around. Like viruses happen. That's it's it's nature. And what what are we gonna do? Like cry and well, essentially that's what he's doing. And he's yeah. talking about he hides <clears throat> inside and he doesn't go out. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and he's he's disappointed in Oprah because on her IG she's throwing parties. I mean, she's living her life. Yeah, let her live her life. Like, and you live your life accordingly. Like whatever you know. Keep hiding if you want to. Yeah, yeah. But but like. One thing I, I, one character that 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 comes to mind in all of this is Yoda in in like Star Wars. Like you could be older, you could be wiser, but you can also know when it's time to fight. You're busy with that lightsaber, exactly. Yeah. And it's like you can be chill. And, and one of the things that I love so much about Tucker's segment is he he brings up how Howard Stern mentions that how like he just is inside and he's he's over everything. He wished everybody would get jabbed up so he could go about life. And it's just like uh, Tucker brings up, he's like, uh, a, a jab that works so good that you feel the need to hide because other people don't have it. <laughs> and it and it's true. It's just like, like at what point are you going to, I'm talking to Howard Stern, is like, at what point are you going to stop and think about what it is that you're saying and how it doesn't make any sense? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't, It. it I mean... Just look outside. Has the world changed with 80% of people? Um, you know, we live in a world where we think that our little world is the only world. But, like, let's look at Exhibit A. Israel, who's almost fully uh, jabbed, you know? How are they faring with Amrakan? How are they faring with the Delta? It's the same fucking thing. Like... This ain't, this ain't uh, rocket science here. This and, is and that's what I'm saying. It's like what, what you're saying right now. You would think that Howard Stern would at least consider that stuff. Like even like, okay, you don't totally buy into natural immunity or or, or you, you want to believe that these jabs are super safe <clears> and effective <throat> and everything like that. And you're entitled to, but like you're not even going to consider the alternative you're not even going to like kind of think about that stuff it's like yeah. that, that's a very weird thing for somebody that does what we do yeah and you you realize like how much thought goes into this stuff you know what yeah. i'm saying you got to consider different alternatives and and, and stuff like that and, and the thing, fact that he doesn't do it yeah but, but not only that, but, like, my thing is, like, if there's numbers that say, like, okay, listen, this is what we've gathered, this is information, people are still getting it, but people aren't being hospitalized as much. So the jab is helping. Okay, cool. But then the argument for me would be, well, from, eight, what is it, 18 to 45, there's so few deaths. It's like, well, so then those, in that age group, it's not even like a, there's really no argument for them to get jabbed. For, yeah. So okay, whatever. Okay. Hundred percent. Then I would just be like, like the argument mm-hmm. that I I I made when when in talking about with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low. And if anything, you 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 could be affecting their heart 
from certain studies. Could be because, again, these are all early trials. We don't know. So, okay, we can make it available for the people that want to take the risk, for the older people that they, they want to be safer. Maybe the jab does help. It prepares your body for, for the when you do get it. Maybe, okay. That, that to me, is reasonable. Th- these aren't unreasonable requests. Like, let people pick, and, and then we go from there. Obviously, again, people that are jabbed are getting it and spreading it. So common sense says, well, whether they are or they're not jabbed up, they should be able to go to restaurants. Whether they are or they're not uh, jabbed up, they should still be able to work because it's the same risk. Like these are common sense things. Hundred percent, and and with all of that, for you to have the audacity to say, "Oh well, somebody that isn't jabbed up, the hospitals shouldn't see them." Are you fucking crazy? So, yeah. a fat person that chooses to eat all that food, if they have a heart issue, they the hospital shouldn't see them. Yeah. Uh, a smoker that has lung issues, the hospital shouldn't see them. Yeah. Uh, uh, a drunkard that gets in a car accident. Due to drunk driving, Excuse the hospital me. shouldn't see them. Excuse me, sir. Is he was he drunk? Uh, when uh, he got in a car accident? gangbanger that gets shot <laughs> because he's a, a game. He should the hospital shouldn't. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you sound stupid. You know, and it, it's, get off it, your high horse. It's sad. It's yeah. sad. And and you know, it was just good that Tucker covered that, and it, and it was good for us to cover it because what we do is in the same realm. And I just thought it was a good opportunity to point out the difference in the thought process. Yeah. Not not so much the difference in in the positions because you could have a different position than than me. I don't care about that. But what thought process did you use to get to where you, you're at? You know. Yeah. That's yeah. what matters to me. Um. And in our last segment of the episode, uh, something to help men in their thought process is a book that I'm reading. Uh, uh, I actually found out, I heard about, I heard Sandman mentioned this book in in some videos like long, like a, a while ago. But in one of his more recent videos, s- somebody brought it up again. And like the donor brought it up again. And Sandman mentioned how it was like digitally book burned. That's like wild. On, on on Amazon, like you can't, and it's true. Like if you right now try to get Esther Vilar's <clears throat> "The Manipulated Man" on Amazon, like you won't be able to get it. And if you go to any website and read like some reviews, you see how modern day feminists hate it. Like one star reviews, zero star reviews, that type of shit. Yeah. Um, I don't find anything about the book particularly like that controversial where it would warrant being banned and digitally book burned, but I could see why the establishment would not like this book because this book written by a female, mind you, this book definitely is for the man that it caters to the man with the mindset that of freedom of freedom and how you could get caught up into the trap of like you know women wife kids family which the author calls all calls all of that arbitrary and how there's so many tactics that are used to 
manipulate men, hence the title of the manipulated man, uh, into going down that route and how ultimately it leads to or can lead to like an unsatisfactory life, an unsatisfactory situation. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought it was good material for the episode because we talk a lot about people you know bettering themselves we talk a lot about society we talk about culture we talk about all these things and this book covers subjects that really have to do with all of that stuff and in an you know earlier in this episode we talked about how china is developing like these strong family they they want people to develop these strong family bonds yeah and Family in the past, because mind you, this this book was written in in the seventies. Family in the past, like when you look at like the families of like the fifties and like shows like Leave It to Beaver and and Andy Griffith and I I Love Loosely and and all these these shows from back in the day, it was more of a of a like unity. We're in this together, but it seems like past the the second wave of feminism, coupled with like birth control and everything that was developed and 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 put out in in the 70s it, it went from being that to well <laughs> women like kind of like are in this to see what they could get out of this situation and yeah. men not really like being smart enough to see and still kind of operating with the mindset from before it's oh it's about family or or whatever the case and yeah. that stuff is important because if we have the potential as a as a country to be against China in you know 15 20 25 years and they're developing with a certain mindset and men here don't have that mindset they think that it's something that it's not yeah i think books like this are very important because it could show men a path of like well if i'm not going to be on some a true family loving unit where we're like we're growing and and this is all for our growth and development and betterment and happy and healthy then i might as well put my time and effort into something that is truly productive and yields yeah. real results and everything like that and i want to uh this quick quote from the book that i i came across in which it talks about this is a part of the book where it compares men's intelligence to women's intelligence and it says how as time progresses men get a lot smarter than women this is the book saying that not me whether i agree or disagree with such an assessment is a different story but uh uh the the quote about intelligence it goes intelligence develops only in the face of competitive stimulation and you notice that men that are always trying to better themselves they sort of love that stimulation you yeah. were just talking up you were talking earlier about you know when you talk to me or when you watch a certain youtube video it's like it gets the gears going yeah. makes and, you feel like man i gotta go yeah man i'm excited and 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 men like that whereas like with women you don't see that a lot with them and so men that are in relationships that are married that have kids and everything like that a book like this could kind of make you wake up to that sort of thing and it's just like damn 
am I somebody's workhorse? Am I like what what is my capacity? What am I doing for you know productivity that like yearly like, that really yields results? Yeah, you know, a book like that is is important because it also le- allows you to like look at like like all the things that you that you said like the pitfalls yeah of not getting to where you have to get to so if you look at it that way and, and if you do want to have a significant other you're gonna pick somebody that's gonna make you better yeah. you know what i mean like you don't does she does she support me does he support me like in what I want like, to get accomplished, like like well, a pitfall that, that uh, as you put it, that's mentioned in the book is, and and how often do we see this? It talks about how women have like this innate sense of knowing when a man's desire for them starts to fall off. Yeah, usually in the relationship, whenever that time is, because for every man is different. But when that desire starts to fall off is usually the time in the relationship where kids are introduced. Oh, Be- wow. Because it's like, well, his desire for me and to be my workhorse is 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 uh, is is not mm. as potent anymore. But mm. then if a kid is introduced now, Damn. he's a workhorse based off the responsibility of having the to child support the kid. It's like. Uh, Esther Villar writes like how that's like a manipulation tactic that like yeah. men don't even like stop to think about. They they're over here thinking oh, family love, movies on Sunday, ordering pizza. But it's just like well, the, but why <laughs> is this situation what it is? Did you yeah. ever stop t- to consider that? Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, but yeah, but I could see why why it would be dangerous <laughs> to. to for for I mean I don't want to say dangerous to, to us it's not dangerous to us it's like a very good sobering look at how things work, because um, a lot of this stuff too is like a subconscious thing. I would imagine if a girl feels that way, right? Subconsciously she introduces like she thinks oh procreation now, keep the workhorse right. So I think naturally things fall into place, and we are animals, and so th- this book is is teaching men to be like well these are the like the little things you don't think about yeah you don't time. you know and and a lot of people do and that's a problem about living in the moment because like i feel like the past the present and the future is all really the same based off of the fact that like you choose how it affects you you choose how your future affects you and you choose how your past affects you that makes your present so so then at that point it's like well when you when you and again guys that that think about their future tend to think about what can get in the way right what could be a pitfall what can at slow least you down you should not yeah. all guys think of it but books like this yeah. show you the importance of it exactly and it's like well <clears throat> what better suits you to be to have a better future and 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 i mean there's just a bunch of things like I feel like you said when a guy has a sexual desire for women it's very easy for you for a man to be like wow this is amazing this 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 bitch just you know did everything and and made me a sandwich I'm I'm happy yeah I want to keep this but like 
that's fine and you're happy in the moment but like there's other values that this person has yeah and it's like well like do you mesh well like like one thing that Ben one time talked about uh, when when picking someone to marry it's like do your values align like like political values that's mm -hmm. a big thing like what are your thoughts on 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 like religion or your philosophy on things those are all things that like must be looked into and sometimes you have to also think about like s someone never gives you who they are at face value right off the bat 100%, right so then you yeah. have to like decipher those things all this takes time and all this like takes like rigorous like always like work mental work and it's not something that you can just think of in the moment like oh all right well i'm getting married or right. all right well even though so many people do yeah and and and, and it could be a trap um not not always necessarily i'm not saying like and, and when it know. comes to that stuff if you think about it <clears throat> men are really the gatekeepers of that like yeah. like how, how how is the phrase women are the gatekeepers of sex but men are the gatekeepers of relationships yeah and if you think about that it's true it's like well choices like you you're so caught up in like how you phrased it like she this chick just did everything for me and made me a sandwich but beyond this do you want anything else for your life so if keeping this which is her doing everything and making you a sandwich comes at the cost of doing anything more in your life is it worth it to you exactly. you know what i'm saying and it, it it uh it talks about the book also talks about that like how men sort of you a lot of men when they're young like it's like they're happy in their unfreedom and if you think about that i could see that being the case it's like you you become in a way you become a slave to something yeah. but it's not it's not a bad it's not like in a bad way for instance like well you you and I, we were both sick one week and we still did the show. That it would be almost like you would it's like we're a slave to our show, we're a slave to our product. Yeah. But it's a product that because of your slavery to it, it makes you more free. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's what you're dedicated to, yeah. not the fact that you're dedicated to it, but and that's what the book shows. It's like, well, are you going to like put your time and effort into something that's going to make you more free and yield you great results? Or are you going to put your time and effort into something whom like ultimately you could be replaced? And, and the book also talks about that. The book also talks about another like manipulation tactic of how like a, a, a woman will like it, it talks about like flirting and and it talks about the woman flirting with like her neighbor's husband right and in that moment of her flirting with the neighbor's husband she's not really considering like her husband's feeling she's considering the feelings of the 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 neighbor the what the other wife yeah. because she like wants to show the other woman that she could get even her man interested in her and then yeah. ergo she can take tell her husband 
that other men are interested in her, which yeah. what's it going to do as a workhorse? It's going to want to make him ramp up his productivity. Yeah. Mine would be like, you're no fucking good. Right, exactly. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna go buy another building. Right, exactly. <laughs> but 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 you're you're kind of like very like you're unplugged from the matrix. Yeah. But to people that are plugged in, it's like oh oh shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's it's like it, it, it the book delves into those sorts of things. It, I it's I, I find it very interesting so far. I'm not finished with it, but it's been yeah. a quick read. I'm I'm over halfway done, and and I like it. And I I bought it on. On Apple, it's still available on Apple oh, Books, shit. but it, not on Amazon. Just because. Do they have it on Audible or no? No, hell no. <laughs> There's no way. I doubt it. No, because Audible is through it's Amazon. Amazon, yeah. yeah. So no, it's. Not. Damn. Well, I'm gonna go uh, crying out. No, no, I'll, I'll probably get it. on It's Apple. only like seven bucks on Apple. Yeah, it's quick, quick read. But uh, just something for people to kind of put in their back pocket and and. Uh, check it out when they get a chance mm, yeah well that's our episode for this week thank you guys so much for listening the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening so keep on listening remember if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in please share the episode with them or on all podcast platforms if you're listening to us on apple or spotify give us a five-star review it helps us out a lot and if you want to help us stay independent go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing we will see you guys next week we're out Peace. Peace.